to the Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts, and that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when they try to buy tickets to Genius Bar Goes Dark, and they succeed, because it's super easy to do. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Ha, ha, ha. Maybe even a guess. Is that my cue? Oh. Well, no, not yet. Uh, I thought that that seems like a pretty good cue to me. And so now we'd like to welcome onto the show, okay, John Proctor and Sam Cole. Come well, on, get in here, guys. Come, yeah. come, come join us. Come join us on the casting couch. You get that, and I'll get this. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah, there wow. we go. What wow, what an amazing show. Would you guys like to have the laugh? By the way, you said a laugh or two. Oh, 
Except for Mike. Mike says hello to Prosser Fartman. <laughs> hey, I'm misunderstood, I think, as a human. I think we're kind of You're very part. accurately understood. <laughs> yeah, I guess, that's I guess the, that's the problem. Is you are, you're all out there all the time. I think that's true. You are perfectly rated. Yeah. Sometimes other things are overrated. You are perfectly rated. I just rated. play a character online, and I'm actually a gentle soul in a game as well. Which gentle you will see for yourself. Gentle I wouldn't say soul. that. Yeah, I wouldn't say gentle. You're I'm, I'm delicate. You can't hear. Like, I'm even never got pushed. He arguably... I don't know if I say him as a soul. I, like that's that's questionable. He was telling he was trying to make it to a Scientologist who is like he says like his uncle's there or something. He's My uncle's dead. He said his uncle's dead. Oh no. no. Yeah, he uncle too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zenu, uncle Zenu. Uncle Guys, yeah, we lost him. I'm taking him. We lost him in the war. If you guys haven't gotten your tickets yet, ZenuFargoStart.com. We are so excited to see you. It's going to be an absolutely phenomenal show from start to finish, and we will be reacting live with you guys. Just the day after Dub Dub, you're going to hear our reaction in the flesh. First, about iOS 17, new Mac OS 14, the headset. After party. Mac Pro? Mac Pro. And it's all brought to you by MacBomb, who is the sponsor of this podcast. And you know, today. They, well, <laughs> I guess by extension yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. I mean, Mac, we didn't mention Mac. that we buy Mac tags for yeah. so that's yeah, 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 that's yeah. Good work there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my first experience with Cleaning My Mac X was you, because in eighth grade, you had it on yeah, your yeah. 2011 MacBook Pro, and you showed me how you use it to clean up your computer. Yeah, the old, I don't know if it was even Clean My Mac X at that point. It was probably Mac 9. You did it very well. Whatever it was, it was some version. But yeah, I used to, I used to you know, clean up the Mac. It used to be, that was back in the day when they had, you know, okay, so we have Universal 2, right? So you have the, right. the, the ARM binaries and the, the x86 binaries, right? This was back when there was Power PC and x86 binaries. We so are on the wrong show of old Rosetta. And one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the features, one of the features was that it would strip out the Power PC binaries from all the applications. And now we've gone all the that way. That was one of the. That was one of the features, and I'll bet they have it oh now for the yeah. for the x86. But that's how long ago it was. Wow. That's actually. Riveting. I never knew that. Oh, shut up. That's cool. Yeah, go away. <laughs> okay, are you telling me to go away? The audience doesn't want me anyway. Um, no, wait, no, wait. The chat. You, uh, Linda. Linda says she won her over. Yeah, Linda no, says the chat. John oh, just won yeah. me over. <laughs> yep, I'm looking at the chat. See, I think I think John is appropriately rated. Yeah. But he is a genuinely kind soul. He is. We'll be real. Okay, what we'll does that mean? Sure. I'm appropriately rated, but I'm a kind soul. Like yeah. like you're brash and goofy. And a fart man. <laughs> but you've got <laughs> a fart as well. I love that's, John. I think that's an accurate reading. Everyone needs a mic. Why is this for a What does the end button do? Do, we, do I need to be explaining our streaming software while we're literally live, Sam? Sonny Dixon said, everyone needs a mic. I'm sorry, this is dark mode. You don't get quality here. Uh, Say, hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, and also, that's I couldn't figure out how the mic's working. There's you guys that. hogged all the quality for yourselves, and then we, yeah, we yeah. ran out of time. Also, Six I weeks. may have promised Luke that I would run the audio for the show, and I ran out of time. And yes, and thank you we, for admitting that. We, we were trying to use we were trying to use the Mix Pre Three, which is Sam's, and it's garbage. Which is Sam's, and it sucks ass, and it didn't work, and the microphone and it sounds like ass, and that's why we're late. Sound like ass has a great amp in it. Well, not today. today. Clearly. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. Okay, well, thank you for having us on. Yeah. We have to go edit our show. Yeah, you guys have to go we have edit. Three camera Wait, I mean, we, 
No, you guys, you guys are weak. Stop trying to. You always trying to delay. I'm just no, no, I'm not trying to delay. Edit the audio. Listen. I'm not trying to delay. I'm trying to be fair to Luke and Noah because they stayed for our whole show twice, three times, four times. Let's let's calm down for this. Let's have you come back at the end. Yes. We can we can audio
Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but I am working on an app. Mm-hmm. Some people might not know I'm a software engineer. I'm going to put sure that out there. Engineers it real good. I am. So I'm working on an app. It's going to be live audience interaction. There's going to be some different ways uh, that you can do it, and everyone is going to get to use it, everyone that's in live in person. So it'll be a lot of fun. You know, it'll be a show, be some audience interaction. It'll be, it'll be good. Also, I'm very confused. Someone said that they edit Geniusbar on a Mac. Who does that? I can edit six hours of programming on my Dell in 90 minutes. <laughs> Sam laughing in the back. <laughs> Is that an L? Damn. Oh. Yeah, I honestly, I think Macs are probably the best devices for video editing on the planet. So... I think so. I mean, I get people, some people are like, what, Premiere Pro on or the Windows? Or even with Premiere Pro, the Apple Silicon is hardware accelerated no, for video editing. No, I completely agree with you. I'm saying, I guess some people do it. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about those people. Because, uh-huh. you know, that's, we get canceled. You don't want to do that. But no, but, you know, Macs are great. We love Macs here. Here in Buckingham. So, someone's talking here, and this is amusing to me. You want to tell us about all your incorrect claims about the M3 on the 15-inch MacBook Air. First of all, those were all speculations. None of none of that was like a leak or me telling you what's going to happen. That's it's good old CCRP. I'm Chief Inspector Luke with Deputy Deputy Noah here. That's how we roll. It's all about CCRP. And CCRP is not very clear about the MacBook Air. I guess that's something that we should talk about because that's coming at WWDC. We've now heard from multiple sources. Right. Except that uh, the pendulum of CCRP is is shifting. Hmm. It was not very clear before. And my argument was that putting the M2 chip in the 15-inch MacBook Air now is foolish because it's at that point, it will be a year-old chip. Yeah. Why would you put a year-old chip in a new product category? Like, it's not just a new product, like when they put the M2 in the Mac Mini. This is a completely new, never-existed-before product category. It's a 15-inch MacBook Air. So, to me, that makes no sense. And CCRP wasn't very clear on that, but now CCRP, we are hearing from multiple sources that the M2 chip is going to be in the 15-inch MacBook Air. And that just, I don't understand that. I don't get it. That's really weird. And especially, it's like every day that goes by, it's one more day old that the M2 is. And it's one day closer to the M3. Absolutely. And we're talking about, so the rumors are saying like dub dub for the 15-inch MacBook Air. Right. Right. And, and, And they're also saying. That's pretty clear now. And then what about for the M3? Are they saying dub dub as well? So that's the thing. I I think that there will not be the M2 chip at dub dub. Really? Like we we've had this we've had this spectrum of possibilities, including Mac Pro, 15-inch MacBook Air, M3 chip, and the headset. Right. I think you can take the M3 chip off the list. You can take the Mac Pro off the list. That's all you're left with. The 15-inch MacBook Air and the headset. And the headset. And Those are the our and then obviously yeah, the prerequisite software. So, that's that's I think that's a pretty decent bet. Like CCRP is not there on the Mac Pro. Okay. We just haven't heard the news. 
That's that's fair. And it's not during the M three show. But then when is the M three gonna come? Like October? I would imagine. So there was a there was a piece in Nine to Five just recently that discussed how TSMC is having trouble ramping up their production and making enough three nanometer chips. Mm. Now I would imagine, as I think is pretty logical, that when you're making these chips, you're gonna start on the lower end. So they're probably starting with the A seventeen. Or the A sixteen rather. Are we on the current is the current one the sixteen? Yeah, so the A seventeen chip is gonna be the lowest end Apple Silicon processor. So they're probably starting with those and maybe they're doing some M three. Sure. So by that measure then three nanometer will start rolling out to consumers in September with the iPhones. And perhaps October we get the M three chip. But that would be weird because the 15 inch MacBook Air will only be four months old and already it's using an outdated not just chip but architecture in general. I I think it would just be I really, really, really love the idea of a 15 inch MacBook Air and it would just make it a little bit less of a it it would make it a harder recommendation for me knowing that we are months away from the M3 chip to say like, you know, go for it, get your 15 inch MacBook Air. Right, and then the other weird thing is that the 13 inch has been out for a while now, so like I feel a like year. that would get the M3. Yeah. You, they can't do a 13 inch with the M3 and the 15 inch with the M2, that's like weird. That is weird. Cause the 15 inch would cost more but have less performance as an older chip. Right. So this, now, now you can kind of get an idea of why, like CCRP, it's all about interpretation and you got to take the information analyze it and interpret what it means this is one case where now we do have a little more clarity which is German Minchu Kuo there was another source too like we've got multiple sources now corroborating that one of the get that banner up there real quick yeah yeah let's get that banner up there that's the wrong banner that's, well, that's a good banner that is a good banner GeniusBarGoesDark.com. Get your tickets. Yep. Credibility, corroboration, repetition, proximity. We've got credible leakers saying the same thing multiple times in close proximity, and what they're saying is M2 chip in the 15-inch MacBook Air. And I think that's a mistake. I would, I honestly, I would rather they not release the 15-inch MacBook Air until October. Yeah, I feel like they don't need to rush. Like, they've never had a 15-inch MacBook Air before. I don't think they need to rush to yeah. do it and, like, I don't know, put, like, this chip that's going to be old and then, they're like, the cycle's going to be out of sync. Like, whatever. It's just yeah. not worth it. And, like, I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not saying that it's going to be bad. Right. Because for most people, an M1 chip, an M2 chip, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's more than enough. I mean, the M1 chip is is basically as powerful as the 16-inch MacBook Pro, the final Intel one. Like that was that was a high-end $4,000 machine with a Core i9. The M2 chip is already as fast as that. So for the vast majority of people, it's fine. But it's just not. It's not as easy to sell. It's not as exciting to consumers when you're putting a year-old chip in a new product category. 
it makes sense for the Mac Mini because the Mac Mini is just a box with a chip in it. That's easy. You could just, every year you just say, hey, guess what? There's a new chip in the box. You're done. Easy peasy. But for the 15-inch MacBook, I'm going to be very disappointed. And I'm also disappointed in Apple for the iMac. Yeah, the iMac. So have there been any rumors about the iMac? Not one. Dude, what are they doing? They're, well, they're clearly doing nothing, but like, come on, they gotta do something. Oh, uh, well, there was a rumor that the, the uh, an updated iMac, like, spec bump, with like an M2. I don't know why they didn't put the M2 iMac, it, put the M2 in the current iMac. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that in January, when they did the Mac Mini. They could have done it then. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't. Um, I also think that the iMac is being criminally neglected, not just in the 24 inch, which is already more than two years old without a single update, but the fact that they then killed the larger iMac. And right now, if you're going by CCRP rules, nothing. There is there is zero information out there. There was a rumor that Apple was working on the 27 inch mini LED ProMotion display, and I was so freaking excited for that. But I'm pretty sure the latest from Ross Young is that that's not happening anymore. And that, and I'm like, dude, the iMac is so good. I would I would get rid of my Mac Studio in favor of an iMac. Maybe that's what they are concerned about. But like, there's such a that's like such an important sector like in in their like in their market that's missing. Like, yeah, their laptops are. You know they're fine. Like they're they're pretty crowded. They're not like super super crazy. Like it's definitely been worse. But like there's lots of laptops that you can pick from. But like the 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 iMac is like if you want the desktop, there's like a few options, which is you know it's it's decent coverage. The Mac Mini, the Mac Studio, the iMac, assuming it's the upgraded. But there's something missing there. And yeah. even like even if you try to replace it, what are you doing? Like you're trying to replace the iMac. You're getting what a studio display. And a Mac Mini or a or a Mac Studio, you're still missing something. You're still missing, you know, you like the like a bigger a bigger display. Yeah. Just that all in one integration. There's 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 something missing. And like, so so Apple's desktop lineup is a mess right now because what little information we have about the Mac Pro, it doesn't seem like it's going to be all that upgradable, and it seems like it's basically just a Mac Studio in a larger enclosure like maybe we get some sort of modular storage but it seemed like there was an m2 ultra chip that was in development at some point i personally don't think that's actually going to go on sale because it's with three nanometer coming out i don't think you would i I think it's too late yeah now that being said when you look at the macbooks i think you've got a pretty the, the lineup right now is pretty solid. The M2 MacBook Air. There's the M2 MacBook Pro, which is weird, and I would argue unnecessary, but yeah. whatever. The 14-inch MacBook Pro, great like ramp from the Air to the 14-inch mm-hmm. and then the 16-inch. It all makes sense. The MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro 14 and 16 fit together very well, and a 15-inch fits in that lineup as well. You'd have an M2 MacBook Air. You'd have a larger size with not a focus on power. And then you'd have 
slightly smaller, but the focus on power, and then the biggest one, also on power. Totally great lineup. The desktop, though, well, you've got the M2 Mac Mini, the new M2 Pro Mac Mini, which was a great device. I've got a video coming out on that soon. And that really fits that like $1,000 price point quite well. You've also got the iMac, which is like the entry-level all-in-one. That's good. But then the Mac Studio is doing all the heavy lifting. There's no larger, more powerful iMac for people who want an all-in-one. There's no high-end, you know, $10,000 Pro machine that's absolutely balls to the wall. And the rumors about the one that we've heard seem like they overlap with the Mac Studio to the point that I wonder why you would even need both of them. I don't know. They gotta do something about it. Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely, yeah, like you said, the Mac Studio is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. It's it and it's going like, it, it it's a wide spectrum that it's on. Like the right. like the base models are really like trying to go, you know, into the that lower not not the lower tier, but like if you want to step up from the the Mac Mini, and it's great that the Mac Mini has the M2 Pro in it now because you can yeah. actually step up within the Mac Mini itself, which is great. But if you want to step up beyond that, you're going to the Mac Studio. And then again, like you said, on the other side, there's no Mac Pro yet. So you mm-hmm. got to, you know, go all the way up. And for some people, that's still still not enough. And it still doesn't handle, you know, you still get this thing. You need a display. And if you're going with Apple, then you're getting the Studio display, which is arguably overpriced. And Absolutely. it's not as, it might not have all the features and, and nice things you want. And it's not the all-in-one or you get the, the Pro Display XDR, which is already a few years old at this point. Maybe there'll be a new one soon. It's really expensive. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. I, and I think this is a great point, because when you factor in the studio display, the hole in the lineup gets really apparent. Like, a lot of people have talked about, like, oh, well, the Mac Studio is here. You don't need the iMac. The Mac Studio replaces that, because, and then arguably you could say, well, if you need to replace the computer, you don't have to replace the display or vice versa. So it does give you increased flexibility. But it's the same essentially with the M1 iMac and the Mac Mini, right? You can pick, you can uh, sort of make your a la carte option. You know, if you want your computer and your display to be separate and personalized, then you can interchange them, that's fine. Or you want it all in one and it's nice and simple. Makes sense. Problem is, if you buy the cheapest Mac Studio, that's two grand, and the Studio Display, it's $3,700 if you want both of those things. The iMac used to start at $1,799. Even if you even if you account for like price tweaks and you went for like $2,299, there should be an iMac with the M2 Pro, just like there's an M2 Pro Mac Mini, at like $1,799. That would be a fantastic product, but and they could have even taken the easy route, which is just make the studio display thicker and put a whole computer in it. Yeah, yeah. There's room. There's room for both of those products in Absolutely. the lineup. Clearly, right? If there can be, you know, a bunch. There's a bunch of different laptops, like we just said. There's mm-hmm. definitely room for it, and they serve like different audiences. Like there are some people who just want to stick a computer down on their desk. And it just works. And that's one of the things we've talked about this before about how like we're tech people, so so worried about the tech stuff. You know, sometimes you forget about the average person. You know, same thing with the MacBook Air. We're like talking about like, ooh, if it does the M two and not the M three, the average person doesn't mm-hmm. care. It's still gonna be good for them. But, but you know, we're tech people are gonna talk about it, right? 
Some people just want to stick a computer down on their desk and it just and it just work. And some people want to be like, ooh, I'm gonna get this, you know, this tower with this monitor and this keyboard and mouse and you know, swap them out and try different things and whatever, whatever. And they're both valid and there's room for both of them. And there's also room for pro level devices to be bought by people who aren't that like specific. And that's what made the old iMac so good. A ton of YouTubers who were like legitimate video editing professionals, even like video editing production studios used iMacs because like you said, plop it down on the desk, you've got a 5K screen, what does that make? They were fantastic for that. So you, you would have, my grandfather has a 27 inch iMac. He barely, he, all he knows is yahoo.com. Mm -hmm. He thinks that's the whole internet. One time he opened a new tab and he called me and he said, where did the internet go? Because it didn't have Yahoo on it. That is yeah. not real. That is 100% real. I believe that. It is 100% real. He is 88. He does not need to know that there are things more than Yahoo and Yahoo News. So the 27-inch iMac was great because it was great for grandpas and video editors. One product line that has that much range, that is seriously impressive. It is, and then Apple just... They just said, never mind, it. we don't care, it's gone. That and didn't fix it. I don't understand that. I, I mean, I assume it's going to come back eventually, but like... It's a trillion dollar company. They discontinued it a year ago. Are you really telling me that they couldn't have made a display and the housing and just taken the same design language from the 24 inch? Yeah, there's, I, there's something weird. There's something missing. And I, I, and I guess we're not expecting it, right? We're not no, expecting there's, it. there's nothing. There's no CCRP at all. Like no. CCRP only works if there is anything to analyze. There is no credible rumor talking about it. No one is corroborating anything because there's nothing to corroborate. No one's repeating it because it hasn't even been said a single time. Right. And there's no proximity because we haven't heard anything in over a year since Ross Young talked about the display. Yeah, it's those, just, are, those are all the criteria. So it's a it's a complete nothing burger on the IMAX front. Oh, I want a burger. Oh, ooh, should we get burgers? Burger? Mm, I want that a burger. Would be good. Burger? Burger. Anyways. Ugh. So, here's an interesting take on all of this from Nicholas here in the chat here. We're apparently ignoring the seat that rules them all, Cash. They want the 15 inch ready for university sales, and the iMac isn't frequently upgraded by folks. M2s are titrated into market to manage inventory flow. I mean, that's definitely an interesting point. I mean, there's a reason that Apple didn't announce the MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, and Mac Mini, and iMac all with the M2 chip all at the same time, because it didn't have enough chip to go around. But at this point, they could have easily done a press release and got an iMac out there. And I guess, I think the most valid thing there is the 15-inch um, the being for university. That makes sense. I could see, that's definitely like a perfect thing for like like college students, high school students, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I could see myself using the 15-inch MacBook Air every day. 
I love the 13 inch. I, I really love this this small, light construction. But I do want more screen space. Mm -hmm. Even more than the 14 inch. But I don't necessarily need the bulk of the 16 inch. Oh, so you want something right between 14 inches and 16 inches. Yeah. Hmm. So the, a screen size between 14 and 16 inch. What would that be? Let's run the math on this. 19 inches. No, that's not right. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Oh, crap, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, the 15 inch MacBook Air. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. No, it really is. I mean, what do you think? Would you. I mean, obviously, you're not going to replace your 16 inch MacBook Pro. Like, that's fine. Do you think, if you didn't have a Mac right now, would you buy a 15-inch MacBook Air for the portability? Would that be enough, or would you go for the 16-inch? See, I was literally just thinking about that like a couple minutes ago. Ooh. When we were talking about the 15-inch the MacBook Pro, I was like, ooh, would I? Not that I'm going to trade this in, because I'm not, but I'm not trade in, but like sell and get the other one. But I'm like, would I do that? The one thing that's stopping me is the display. Just this mm. display with the ProMotion and whatever is like so nice. But like other than that, I will say... You know, I've been traveling for the past almost three weeks. I haven't been, I've been away from home, you know, from where I live for, for almost three weeks. And I've been bringing this Mac with me in, you know, in my backpack, on my back. And it's pretty heavy. And it's like, not super bulky, but it's like noticeably kind of bulky in a way that the MacBook Air, every time I see the MacBook Air do, it's like, oh, it's so thin and skinny. It really is. And I'm just like, oh, that looks really nice. If there were a 15 inch MacBook Air, if it had this display, that's like that, the one thing. No, you're right. I did. I forgot about that. I feel like that's like what else was missing. What else would? What's the difference? So, I mean, and this is actually someone else was asking. Speaking of differences, do we think the 15-inch MacBook Air would have more ports, like the iMac with the M1 chip has uh, four USB-C? Two mm. of them are Thunderbolt. Two of them are just regular USB-C. Personally, I don't think that would be the case. I think it would be identical in every way to the to the 13-inch MacBook Air just look. So you'd have two USB-C ports mm -hmm. and MagSafe. So you're losing HDMI, uh, the additional USB-C on the right side, and the SD card slot. You would, obviously it would be thinner and have probably less battery life, but probably not a ton less. Yeah. Because it would, it, it's, you know, it's still, an M2 chip, you just have more space and more battery. So it would be pretty good. And the big one would, would be the display. Thicker bezels, no ProMotion, no mini LEDs. Those would be the differences. Yeah, I feel like, okay, for me personally, I've used the SD card pretty rarely. I'd mm -hmm. be fine with an adapter. HDMI a little more frequently, but again, I'd be fine with an adapter. I don't know if I use all three USB-C ports, but that's also fine. It's really just, I don't know, it's just the display. Like, the power, I'd be fine with less power. Like, if I, even the base M2, I have, like, the M the M1 Mac in mind. It's the overkill. We can do it. Yeah. I feel like base M2 even, or maybe, you know, M2 Pro, I don't know. Like, that would probably be fine, to, to, to be honest. I'm on the same page as you for laptops, because I do my real work on a desktop. John, we were talking about this. Come here. We were talking just yesterday. Oh. Just yesterday, we were talking about... How we both prioritize portability because we're doing all of our real editing work on a desktop. Yes. 
So there's twenty five minutes monitor, so when I leave and travel I have one big Yeah, you when you're traveling you want small cuz you got the big at home when you're doing the real work. Mhm. So the question the conundrum here is for the fifteen inch MacBook Air I I pose the question to Noah sixteen inch MacBook Pro versus fifteen inch MacBook Air. For you would you take a fifteen inch MacBook Air over the thirteen? Or is the small size Yeah, I would do thirteen. I I'd be okay with that. Okay. So you're not gonna get the fifteen inch at all? You want it small as possible, basically. I w- yeah, I would consider a fourteen inch MacBook Pro before I would consider the fifteen inch MacBook Air. So you'd rather have the more performance from the Pro than the screen size of the Air? No, I'd rather have the fourteen inch than the sixteen inch. So just from a size perspective? Yeah. And you just you just want a small you want small [inaudible 1:13:58.83] What if they were like a what if they brought out a twelve inch MacBook Air? Uh, if it had an M two in it, yeah. I would buy the Air [inaudible 1:14:09.19] If it had an M two in it, yeah. Yeah, the fifth the the twelve inch MacBook is phenomenal. Then it would be more expensive. Yeah, it's like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, that's probably an overstatement. No, no, it's not. They're cheap. Mm. I dunno the Air is, I just I don't see it as a big deal either. No, it's not. It's like a fifty bucks. They're cheap. Mm. I dunno the Air is, I just I don't see it as a big deal. Your brother spent forty five hundred dollars on a MacBook Air. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and well then Mhm. I spent thirty two thousand dollars on a MacBook Air. Like just aesthetically. Yeah. I I love it. Yeah, I like the Air. But but you're paying for a thousand dollars to have it straight from Mattel. Yeah. Well, cuz it's like in a warehouse Yeah. 
Sometimes I'll dock it on a monitor. Like, I have an ultra-wide monitor, which I barely ever use. It's just so bad. And I have, like, a... And, like, when we do the podcast and we're separate spaces, I dock it at, mm-hmm. like, a 27-inch monitor. So I do that. But, like, this MacBook Pro is my only computer. Right. So I, like... The bigger, 16-inch, bigger size, you know, more power. Do I really need the more power? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. But I like the bigger size. And, yes, it's a little bit heavier and, you know, a little bit bulkier to, to carry around. Mm. But at the end of the day, I just slip it in the, the laptop sleeve of my backpack, and it fits in there perfectly fine. And, yes, it's a little bit heavier on my back. That's probably why my neck hurts all the time. But, um, but no. Like, this, it, it's sort of a trade-off for me. We're kind of, it's interesting, we're kind of like, you know, I have this one Mac that I use, and then you have, like, every other Mac. Like, every yeah. other Mac, it, well, including this one, but, like, yeah. like of all the Macs that Apple has made, like, not, not like, categories, but, like, every Mac that's come off the product, like, off the factory, uh-huh. I have this one, and then you have the rest of them. I have all of the, I have millions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, absolutely. Honestly. And I would, I've even found myself, I think a 14-inch is the sweet spot, even if I were in a one-laptop situation. But one-computer situation. One, if I had one computer total, it Seriously? would be, it would be an M2 Max 14-inch. And would you, how With, would you dock it? I would have, like, four terabytes of storage, and I would get a studio display. No. Why? This is Sam's, this is Sam's Sam's phone. phone. I'm not Sam. I don't we'll do I talk sound about like Sam. Not at all, thankfully. I hope not. Jesus. Oh man. We'll talk about Siri next. Yeah. But but wait. Awful. But six and I just want to address someone asked, Do I have a computer from work too? Yes, I have a work laptop. It's a sixteen inch MacBook Pro. But it's a twenty nineteen with the Intel, so it's kinda rough. But Ooh. but yes I do. And I and that one I dock at my desk at work. See that's what so I personally if I'm doing like serious video editing work or writing a script or any any of my workflow, I I want the largest possible screen, and that is not even the 16 inch. That's not big enough. Okay. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't sit here and like on the go. Yeah, I'll edit a video on a 16 inch or a 14 inch, but I at home would not just sit at a desk on this screen. There's no chance. So if I'm not using this screen to edit my videos, then I don't need that large of a laptop. I would get a studio display that would be docked, or that, that would dock into my 14-inch, and I would have you know the, the mouse and keyboard, the magic mouse. I'm a sucker. I, I love a magic mouse. I use it all the time. I know, I know. But for editing, it's really good. And I'd have like the magic keyboard. And I would basically use it as my little hybrid setup. So instead of having an, a, an M2 Pro Mac Mini, I'd have my M2 Max 14-inch. I'd bring it with me when I need to go somewhere. I'd probably spec it out with like four terabytes if it's my only computer. But that's, I think that's the best sweet spot. I guess the difference is like I... Hello? Hello? Hey, podcasting currently over here. thing that I was going to say, right, I guess the, this is not, we cannot use, please, please, 
Can you just te- text him? Text him. Or go in the other room. Please, thank you so much. I love you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Come to our event. Yes. GeniusSparkGizDark.com. Oh my god. Okay. So, the one thing I'll say is, like, for me, most of, as much as I have, like, nice desk setup that I really should use, most of the time I'm just sitting, like, in the living room in front of the TV and I'm either coding or if I'm doing my, like, one video per fiscal year that I do. Like, even that, mm. sometimes I edit, like, sitting, like, I dock, you know, at a thing and edit, but most of the time, even that, I edit, like, just on the laptop screen. So, it's yeah. just, I guess it's just a difference, you know? Like, I'm just... I mean, that's, that's fair. There are some... You are I'm more capable. Like, oh, yeah. I don't need uh-huh. a big... I can just do... You know, I can just make it... Right. Happen. I can just make the magic happen. Mm. That's so bold. That's so brave of you. I know, I know. You're Thank really you. um, courageous. Thank you. Just that's like amazing. Apple needed to hit themselves. That was very courageous. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what Apple needs some courage to do, though? What? This series. That's very true. Holy Christ. I made a video... What was that, like two days ago? I don't even know. I make too many videos. I don't remember what happened. You gotta stop thing. making videos, dude. Yeah, really. I should. Just cut it out, like, just, entirely. Just knock it off completely. Yeah. Um, yeah, here's the deal. Siri is so dog, it's ab- it's actually unusable. Let me give you an example. This is Here's a fun one. So, we fucked up and we gotta go. Oh, no. What did you do? Bye bye. <laughs> Double your bye bye. Just in excuse to go to the same bedroom as Sam. Whoa. Alright, try to keep it down in there. So here's here's an example of how absolutely stupid Siri is. How long ago was two thousand eight? I don't know about that. Yeah. That doesn't seem quite right to me. How long ago was 1998? This is like four years ago. So, that's weird. Wait, that's really weird. Wait, what? So, I guess what we figured was 23 hours ago, if it's 648 right now, would have been like... Yeah, but we were thinking, so it was like, what was it, 2008? Yeah. Right? So we were thinking it was like 20.08 as yeah. in like the time as in like 8 p.m. Which, which would make sense. It's 6.48 p.m. right now. Yeah, that would be about when 20. When 8 p.m. it was like 23 hours. Whatever. Yeah. Close enough. Weird because nobody tells time like that. Yeah, they don't say, oh, it's two. what time is it right now? Oh, it's 2006. Not to mention the fact that if it's not on the hour, like, or wait, would that be like 20.08? Like, 8.08 p.m. Is that yeah. what I think? I, that's my theory. Oh. But it's, but then you did 19-whatever-whatever. And it said 24 years ago. Right. And that would have been like 7 Also, that's wrong. Wait, that's what? still wrong. Wait, what did you... How long ago was 1998? Because it's 24 years ago. That's not correct. 1998 was 25 years ago. Well, I mean, it depends on when you... Well, but if I say how long ago was it n- now, it's 25 years ago. It was 1998. 25 years ago today was April 30th, 1998. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, maybe it's an off-by-one error at that point. Or it's, or it's a semantic I don't... Thing. Like, I can't figure out where it's measuring from. 
Because if you say how long ago, you think from today. You would imagine from today. But I guess the fact that you're saying 1998, does it think it's like January 1st, 1998, December 31st, 1998, whatever? And it's so dumb that it can't. What? Okay, wait. What about 2000? Okay. Or 2010? We've only done. Okay. How long ago was 2000? Okay, but it said that for, oh, well, that's only eight minutes different in Siri time from 2008. Yeah, That's exactly. crazy. That's crazy, man, that 2000 and 2008 were only eight minutes apart. Yeah, I mean, time flies, dude. Time flies when you're having fun, I'll tell you. Time flies when you're Siri. So let's try, like, 2011. Okay. How long ago was 2011? Is it possibly now or 2010? Now, you see, that's weird. Maybe 2011 makes more sense than 2008. Like, if you're ta if you're telling time in a 24-hour clock, 2011 makes more sense. Like, yeah. you wouldn't say 2008, yeah, but you say, would say 2011. Well, you maybe. Would, wait, what for two for for 20 hours and eight minutes? You wouldn't. You can't say 2080. You say 2008. Is that what you would say? What time is it? 2008. Oh, I've never told. I've never spoken that yeah. way of telling time. May, I'm sure some people in the chat use 24-hour time so they can just say Me, time. personally, I'm an AM, PM kind of guy. It just it just makes sense. It does. Like Fahrenheit. It yes. just makes sense. <laughs> it absolutely sense. But actually, though, I like Fahrenheit. Yeah, so what would you say? 2008? I think you would say 2008. But you definitely wouldn't say 2008. You wouldn't 2000. say 2008. That doesn't make any sense. So someone, someone said to ask about 1959. How long ago was 1959? Now this doesn't make any sense because why did it do 1998 but it won't do 1959? Wait, do 1998 again. How long ago was 1998? Oh, because it's 98. There's no such thing as 98 seconds. Or 98 oh! Seconds. Wait. How long ago was 1961? Yeah. Wow. We cracked it. Yeah, that's yeah. And so yeah. and then if I say how long ago was 1960? Because the 60 didn't exist yet. Yeah, cuz there's no such thing as 60. 60. Mm. That's that's weird, dude. That's like that's really dumb. The fact that you can <laughs> ask the same this like I get where the confusion is, but like it shouldn't it shouldn't like interpret the input in two different ways depending on like it basically what it's doing is it's saying like it's trying to parse what you said as like a time and if that fails then it's parsing it as right. a year. It shouldn't it shouldn't be doing that. That logic is wrong. Yeah, no, that's that's really funny. That is so funny. Cause in my video we talked about how Siri is so limited because they're so focused on control and they don't want Siri to generate responses. They have a team of 20 writers that are scripting the responses and there's like all of these things to try to make Siri appear perfect. And that's the side effect is that even, even when it got it correctly and figured out that I was talking about a, a year, it wasn't clear as to what point of the year it was measuring by because it said 1998 was 24 years ago when that would be true if you said December 1998 
but the specificity, like, it should just be providing more detail, is what it needs to be doing. Right. It, it, it really should, it should just, I don't know, and, like, people are saying here, like, oh, you have to say, like, how long ago was the year 1959, or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah obviously you can do that. But for a quickly. digital assistant, the whole point is that you shouldn't have to, like, you if you have to, language. yeah, exactly. Like, if I were to say, like, Oh, how long ago was that? Was it how long ago was 2010? That was 13 years ago. 2010 was 13 years ago. Like you, if you have to speak in these like intentionally phrased like it, oh shit, the dog dropped the chair of the sofa. Oh god, what poor is dog. that? Is that Tim Cook? Oh, I think they're opening some photos. Yeah, it looks like it was a picture of Tim Cook. Anyway. I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to speak in weird, unnatural ways to get Siri to understand me. That's the whole point of large language models. What I'm curious now is, I think if you were to say, how many years ago was 2008? Yeah. But that's still not right, though. I mean, I don't Cause know. Because again, you have to go... How long ago was April 2008? Yeah. That's well, weird. I guess if you're saying how long ago was 2008, it's probably taking like December 31st. If you're saying like technically in December 31st, 2008, it was still 2008. That's mm -hmm. the last time it was 2008. You know, it makes it, but it's awkward. It, it is awkward. It is awkward. Siri should definitely do some more. Not to mention that it can't even give you the most basic Googleable information. Yeah. And that was another thing that was was talked about in this article that I was referencing in, in the video I made about Siri. Like, all of these manifestations of Apple's obsession with control is prevented from being useful in, in any meaningful way. Mm -hmm. Like, I've even had issues with, like, just speaking to it in a, in a natural way. Like if you like, I'm trying to think of a good example for this because whenever I think of like what I would ask a virtual assistant, like large language models like ChatGPT are trying to get away from these command based mm -hmm. ways of speaking, but I'm so used to commands with Siri and having to be as specific as possible right. that like it's, it's just very inflexible. You know, you, you ask it to turn the lights off, it says which room. Mm -hmm. When I say turn the lights off, it means turn the lights off, all of them. I shouldn't have to specify. Um, it, it's just like all of these little things that you have to specify up front because it's a one-step command. It can't, it, it's not smart enough to like figure it out or be like, which one? Ugh. They need to work on it's basically the equivalent of like, uh, like a like a software installation wizard. You know, you do like yeah. you click the one thing and then you click next, and you do the next input and you click next, and it's just you know step by step. That's basically what it is. Can it even do multiple things? Like, can you tell Siri? So let's say for example, if I want a a timer, sometimes you want to set an alarm and a reminder. I would be surprised, but you can try. So let's try just in a natural way. Wake me up at 7 a.m. and remind me to take out the trash. 
Okay, so there's a, it made a reminder to take out the trash tomorrow at 7 a.m. I don't think it's going to wake up. But that's up not going to be an alarm. Go see if there's an alarm. Okay, yeah, let's, that's a good idea. Okay, so now we're going to go into our alarms. It did not set an alarm. No. So those are the things, like, that's what Siri should be able to do. That's what you would want a virtual assistant to do. It's speaking to it in a natural way, waking up and reminding to take out the trash. That, I think, I think that was a pretty low bar. That was an easy, that I wasn't asking anything complex, right? Wake me up means alarm, and remind me means remind me. Those are two very simple things, and those are two things that I that we know Siri can do because I can say set an alarm for seven a.m. and remind me. Can you even do that? Set an alarm for 8 a.m. and remind me to take out the trash. Done. So now there's an alarm. Oh, the name of the alarm oh is take out the trash. Oh my god. Yeah. So it made what an alarm. Smart. It made an alarm and it named it take out the trash. That's like kind of smart, but only because the system is so limited and it's acting within those limits. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very that's very true. So I wonder, like, can you even get more specific? Set an alarm for eight a.m. and create a reminder to take out the trash. Done. Nope. Nope. Thing. Take out the trash is what it named the alarm. Okay, so we've reached the limitation. The limitation is you can do one command at a time. Yeah. And that command has to be pretty like. Direct. It has to be a pretty direct, like, do this at this time. Like, it. What makes ChatGPT more interesting is that it's more conversational, and it can kind of figure out what you want without you saying like, do this thing. With Siri, you're we're still at this point where you have to order it to do stuff one at a time, and it's 2023. That's really. There's got to be, I guess we're, we're coming up on time here, but we're, you know, there's got, with all the, you know, the advancements that's been happening with ChatGPT, Bing AI, Bard, all that stuff, plus the rumors that Siri's going to be in the headset and it might be maybe not the primary way to interact, but like mm -hmm. a key way to interact with the headset. And like, plus given the place the Siri's at right now, it really needs a lot of love mm. and you know, we're really hoping that we'll see something like that at DuckDuck. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of us for not getting into another extended debate about the headset. Yeah. But that is something that was, that I talked about in the video. Like, they, they have to make the headset work with Siri. And in doing so, you have to make Siri work with the headset. Because the the article by the information talked about the Siri team gave the headset team a demonstration of like here's what Siri can do for the headset and they were so disappointed that they considered building an entire new digital assistant from scratch because that's how incompetent Siri is. It's it's one of these things where it's like we've known it's been bad for a while. 
you know, Siri was great when it came out, even by like 2015, 16, we started getting other assistants that were better. By 2018, that's when they fixed Siri to make the language sound more natural, but they didn't really make it any more functional. Mm-hmm. That's when Google Assistant started getting really good. And then since then, it has just been stagnation after stagnation. They add one very specific thing, but it's, it's a, a single specified like command or use case. It's, it's all hand-built. And that doesn't really work with a digital assistant in this day and age. And this year, more than ever, we've seen how it, it just doesn't, it just isn't enough. Oh, and you know what else I just thought of, which I know we're, we're wrapping up here in a second, but I just want to say the one, the one thing that Apple has done to Siri over the years is change what it looks like. Actually, two things. One, Yo, they've you're changed right. what it looks like. Like, Siri has undergone, you think about where yeah. it was originally, like every couple iOS updates, they change. Like, like every three. Yeah, like yeah, every couple updates, every three updates, they change how it looks. Like right now, I actually I like the way that it looks. I like the fact that it, it's it's like a small thing. It doesn't really interrupt. You can still interact with your screen while Siri's up, and it like dims the music down. I yeah. like that compared to how it's been. But that's like the one thing is that they update it every few years, and I guess like it came to the Mac uh, after it had been. I guess like you know it started on the iPhone with 4s, right? Mm-hmm. And then over time, it made its way to the iPad and the and the Mac. I guess it launched on the Apple Watch and the Apple Watch launched um, whatever. But like basically the only thing that they've really done is just changed how it looks. And like and they haven't changed any of the functionality. Which is Yeah, bad. that's so I, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, it, it seems like every couple of years they just like, you know what? New interface. Features? Oh no, we don't do that. Yeah, Siri's the same, but no. but it, it just looks a little way different. So. <laughs> well, with that, I think um, hey Siri. How do we end this episode of Bright Side? Hi, I'm Catherine from the Spy. <laughs> what? What is... Bro. Do you have like a dark mode ending device on your HomeKit network? Controls? We could really use that. I have, I have dark mode as like a shortcut for my lights. Maybe that's what it was. Like it literally, it's so dumb. It's it's not processing any language. It just hears dark mode, and then it's like I don't know, just enable dark mode. Yeah, or like I don't know what to do. Like it just doesn't even doesn't even try. Yeah, so we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it with John's comment right here. That's a great way to end this. Buy tickets, come see us. If you live in the San Francisco area, or if you don't live in the San Francisco area, get your plane tickets. What Maine, Florida, Uzbekistan. Be there or be square. I think it's gonna be so much fun. I'm really excited. We've never done anything like this. It's gonna be it's gonna be the first time, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Look at that. We got that, yeah. We got the ticker here. Geniusbargoesdark.com. Me, Noah, Sam, John. Hype party, after party, going over everything that Apple announced. It'll be like watching all four of us post. A YouTube video right in front of your eyes talking about all the stuff that you're excited about yes and we promise and that we'll it will be be able to talk with you about it yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be there will be like-minded tech folks like-minded Apple fans at the event you know opportunity to meet some cool people Quinn Nelson of snazzy labs he's gonna be there sorry got his plane ticket Ken from computer clan he's gonna be there yep. this is this is gonna be the place to be 
and hopefully you will be there. Cuz if not, you're going to be square like legally. Yeah. That's how it works. Really I'm sorry but it's just that's the truth. Yeah. And and you know what else is the truth? Oh, I was going to say that is that this episode has come to an end. I've that's been your host, true. Luke Miani. I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you next week.